0: It's time for Black Balance you, with your hosts, Wayne News, Greg Marvel, Uncle Saxon, and Pete
1: Peters. Oh, by the way, ah, uh... oh, shit, it's too late, don't worry about it. Well, don't say that and then don't finish your sentence. Uh, Mark uh, put in his two cents on on uh, one of those albums. Oh. I think. When we were...
2: Damn! We God, throw his cents in there and forgot about it. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. Sorry, Mark. Whoops! Oh. It's all Wayne's fault. On that note, welcome to Rat Sal Review. <laughs> Good evening. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm pretty fucking good man. how about you uh, yeah i'm I'm teaching great so vulture from Germany never heard of him. never heard of him.
3: it's been a long uh, it's been a long week you know yeah. sometimes I pick these uh, albums just because uh, I want to have more newer stuff on the show mm-hmm. and you, you regret it sometimes you know sometimes you find a good album you never know, you know? Yeah. i never never heard of some of these bands so
1: maybe we just there, take a shot yeah well, yeah, there there's been, been a few where really cool Dutch band I can tell you that what's that they stole the name from a really cool Dutch band
2: oh did they yes they, they did that's why I specifically mentioned that these guys were from Germany. <laughs> I don't want anybody getting confused, because if you're expecting easier-to-lie or fatal games, you're going to be really pissed off when you listen <laughs> to this. <laughs>
3: I'm sure they're not the only Vulture, though, right? Uh, Actually, looks like there's, there's
2: not really that many of them. There's only about four or five. Oh uh,
1: bullshit, there's one... Still, one from Bulgaria, Finland, Germany, Indonesia, Mexico, Netherlands, Peru, Singapore, and the United States. Wow. Okay,
2: ones with albums that have made it worldwide.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, that great. I've
2: heard of, I suppose. I should say. All
3: right. In that case, we it'll be later though in the show. It'll be the uh, Vulture album. Uh, the hell's it? Ghastly waves and uh, battered, battered graves. graves. Yeah, from Germany. So, anyway, to some news stories that's been going on. Uh, the first news story, which is uh, kind of sad, but you know, hopefully pulls out okay on this one. Uh, Dave Mustaine has been uh, diagnosed with throat cancer.
0: Uh,
3: uh, yeah, he's fifty-seven years old. Uh, it's clearly uh, something to be respected and faced ahead on and uh, but he's faced obstacles before. He's working closely with his doctors and they've mapped out a treatment plan which they feel has a 90% success rate. Treatment has already begun. So, with that, they're going to be um, canceling most of the shows for this year. The uh, Mega Cruise will happen and the band will be part of it somehow. But, uh, you know, all the information will be updated on their website I guess as the uh, you know days go on. So that's shitty news. Uh, but with that said, what if Dave Mustaine can no longer sing? <clears throat> but he could he could still play guitar. Could he be replaced as a vocalist?
1: Nobody sounds like Dave.
3: No, of course not. You you will never find a vocalist that'll yeah. fit his style at all.
2: Yeah. I don't think it would work very well. No. Think you'd have to call it on the name Megadeth and call it something else. Mm. What if but they just, did like uh, what's that? Check
1: out Kirk Hammett and you can go back to Metallica and he doesn't have to sing. <laughs> just a thought. All right. Nah.
3: <laughs> well, there'd be no more Wah Wah pedals in Metallica.
1: That's <laughs> true.
3: <laughs> Although Dave Mustaine does have a Wah Wah pedal now, I think doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I just don't think they would vibe well musically now.
3: But... Nah, it's completely different. Uh. Lamar's couldn't keep up with his uh, his riffs anyway. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. What if they had? Um, you know, if they did the Mega Cruise, and you know the band, like they say, the band is still going to be involved in some capacity. What if they have like special guests come on? You don't well, I mean,
2: that that, that could be kind of cool, you know, depending on who they got.
1: Yeah. See well, like, else the metal crews and, you know, just yeah. uh for the bands that are already there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do, like, a guest vocalist thing on each song or something like that. That could be kind of neat, or even just one guy sing the whole show.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's ways Ed it Kirk, could work.
1: Yeah. Edgar Patrick's been getting away with that for many albums now, right? I don't know. I don't even know who the hell it is.
2: That's uh, a drummer from Tourniquet. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell you how many albums it's been. Not really a big Tourniquet fan.
3: Me neither. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, if Dave can't sing anymore, who would really replace him? And uh, I guess they would have to just call it quits. Yeah. That actually might work. Why not? Why not? You know, they're similar in style. Mm-hmm. And and his singing's actually pretty good. I like See, Even though he's more... He sounds more like uh, James Hetfield. Yeah. In a way. But yeah. he's still still pretty good. It would work. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he uh, makes it out. He's 90% success rate, so... Good luck, Dave. Indeed. Let's see what happens. Uh, more lighter news... Uh Mickey D has uh created a lawnmower. I'll put a picture of that up uh here. With the uh uh what the hell what the hell is the motorhead uh, logo uh guy um drawing the yeah. blank right now?
2: <sighs> snaggletooth. Snaggletooth, yes.
3: Okay. Yes. Yes, he's, he made a riding lawnmower in the shape of snaggletooth. It's got the big head on the front of the thing and thing looks like a beast. It's uh, made by, it It is, it is pretty cool. And whoever's going to, I guess it's going to go for like an auction or something. And whoever ends up winning that thing, they're going to be looking pretty cool cutting their
2: lawn, I think. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, No, it's just, it's cool, but it's funny. It is funny.
3: It also comes, I I was watching the video on the back of the, um, on the back of the seat. It comes with like a drum pad, and then you put it onto the uh, steering wheel, and it has some drumsticks, and you can yeah play drums while you're. uh, (laughs) That is awesome. It is awesome, and Mickey D signed it as well. So, he is one of my favorite drummers. He's an awesome drummer.
2: Says uh, he got the idea for the design of it from the uh, Orgasmatron cover.
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks uh, pretty similar to that. It's cool, you know. See what happens. It's uh, being put out by Briggs and Stratton, so they're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: It's C.J. I juice. One. Hey, can Wait you get me a mondu? I thought he was gone. He's leaving in the morning. Oh. oh,
3: that's right. You told me that. I mentioned him earlier. This is going to be our final uh, juice se- session. You're gonna have yeah, to I was own...
1: saying na 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 to him last night. The whole bar, so. You're going to have to get your own juice now. Yeah, well, fuck.
3: You're going to have to move the refrigerator <laughs> into that. You have to move the fridge in that room now.
1: You can get a mini I'll fridge. Just, uh, I'll just set up my little photo studio in, in the kitchen. <laughs> or you're going to have to get a new juice boy. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> juice.
3: said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh
3: go ahead that's all right he's cool i, I said something to him on the facebook because i saw him write that little nice thing about you yeah on there it was very nice dj
1: juice What's saying adios you adios you, you too, you 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 too.
2: good luck exactly. good luck peace brother
3: All right. I should have him come here and bring me uh,
1: juice and sodas. He's retired, so what the hell?
3: So he's got time. Might as well. <laughs> I got a couch right here. Plenty of room. All right. <laughs> uh, next story I got for you, Uncle Saxon. I know, I know you're not you
2: really, know. really. Yeah,
3: I know you're not really a big fan of the newer Saxon, though.
2: I love all Saxon.
1: Yeah. I really do. But uh, my heart lies within the first six albums. Yeah, of course. So.
3: But, uh, yeah, they have begun to write the follow-up to Thunderbolt. So they will have a new album coming out soon. It's actually their 40th anniversary.
1: Of The Eagle Has Landed, right? Yeah. No, of
2: original yeah. Saxon
1: album. Yeah. That would be four years. Yeah. Crazy. Huh.
2: Yeah. What What makes you But the box set they're doing is The Eagle Has Landed, I think, though.
3: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's called 747, I, I believe. That's it. Yeah. No, actually, it's called <laughs> The Eagle Has Landed 40 Live. <laughs>
1: That's it. Thought Thunderbolt was returned to uh, form, actually. And yeah. the last one, Battering was returned to form, too. I think these last two have been, you know, pretty close to, to uh, Metalhead and, uh, you know, that later 90s stuff.
3: What got you into Saxon so much that you had to name yourself after him?
1: I didn't name myself. No. Uh, Nick Conter did. Okay. Remember him?
3: Sounds familiar.
1: Uh, Tyrion. I think he called himself. Who? Oh, oh yes, Ty- yes. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. Yeah. What, remember him? What Did he die? Uh, no, that was uh, Dave Hoffman that, that died. Oh. Uh, But I was on the CMR, and uh, somebody had just had a baby, and everybody was saying congratulations, so I threw my congratulations in there. And uh, Nick pipes up and goes, don't ever let Uncle Saxon babysit. And that's how Uncle Saxon was born. Oh, wow. Interesting. No idea. That
3: was before my time.
1: Yeah, you were just a wee one.
3: Yeah. I don't even think I was around then. Very cool. Um, what's you, oh, also your favorite uh, Saxon album is actually a Crusader, Crusader, Crus, Crusader, right? Yeah, yep. it's it's the diet soda, it's the aspartame is uh getting to me, diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I was in uh, I was at
1: the uh, camp meeting for my church when that album came out, and we went uh, we went dirt biking in a gravel pit hmm. outside of town, and uh, my buddy Brett Johnson was wearing white jeans because it was 1984, yeah. and uh, like a white T-shirt, yeah. and he came out of that gravel pit, and there wasn't a speck of white left on him. Oh, man, that's got nothing to do with Saxon, but he was playing uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Eagles Landed in his van, and yeah. uh, it was the first time I heard him, and I it just I never looked back. Yeah.
3: Nice. Every, every time I hear somebody say something about white jeans and white shirt, I always picture our old buddy Troy. If you look at some of the old pictures in the uh, Cold Steel albums, there's uh, yep. pictures of him on stage in the white shirt and the white pants and stuff. I do uh, Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yep,
2: yeah. Big-ass sneakers. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. Actually, he posted a video the other day, Troy, about... Um, I don't know. If, did you see it, Greg? No, I uh, didn't. He, he was on the local news uh, channel here. And uh, this is way back in the day. It must be like the 90s or something, I think. And uh, him and his friends, they made like a virtual reality game thing. Oh. Huh. Yeah.
2: That's pretty cool.
3: That's pretty cool. I asked him, I said, what happened with that? Because, you know, he's not doing that stuff anymore. And I guess he sold it off to some company or whatever, and that was the end of that thing. Mm. But it was cool. It must have been like one of the first kind of virtual reality things, you know? Which yeah. Is pretty pretty big now, him? you know? At least you do uh,
1: stuff to, uh, you know, pimp hot dogs on local Philadelphia commercials. Yeah.
2: Hats <laughs> chili dogs. That's chili dogs.
3: God damn. It's freaking soda. It's funny. I actually, um, I, I posted it on, on the Facebook page. I did a show the other day. Um, it'll be up, I guess in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, remember that guy that we had on Well, you weren't on the show, then, uh, sex and uh, Greg was on the, um, Uh, Harry Barnett, guy from uh, England. Yeah, I did his show. Oh, okay. And we uh, talked about Batman stuff, comic book kind of stuff, comic book movies and things like that. So that episode will be on in a few weeks. And uh, just remind me because he was drinking soda, and every time he went to go talk, he was like burping up a storm. So funny.
1: (laughs) What's your favorite comic?
3: Um, I really like. I'm not really a comic book movie fan. I'm. I used to be back in the day. Like, reading comic books and stuff, but, um... I really like the Batman, the Batman trilogy movies, like the Batman Returns, the uh, Dark Knight. Those movies are really good. I think those are my favorite ones.
1: I like I the, I like uh, the one where he was in, uh, Tibet or whatever, to begin with. Tibet? What
3: the hell was that one?
1: Batman Begins. That's what it was, yeah. Oh, okay.
3: yeah. I like that one. It's been a while since That's it a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the trilogy one, so... That was a good one, and, um... I like the Spider-Man ones. I mean, I, everybody hates the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, but I thought they were pretty cool.
2: I thought they were okay. They weren't that, bad. That's the only one I ever saw. So. Yeah. yeah, the I, the the last one wasn't all that great, but I like. I really,
3: really want to watch that last one. I started watching it, but my kid was afraid of Spider-Man, so I had to turn it
2: off. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, somebody's going be was, reeling the Aquaman. Oh, my God. I I
3: don't get it. I can't get this kid into Spider-Man. He loves Peppa Pig, and he loves all these cartoony Sesame Street things. But he doesn't want to look at Spider-Man or Batman. Actually, it's funny because my friend's kid, uh, we're going to hang out with them this weekend. Um, Their kid hates the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) So every time, like, if he misbehaves or something, he's like, I'm going to call the Joker. I'm going to call the Joker. And he's like, no, no, don't call the Joker.
2: So that's
3: pretty talk funny. Felix the Cat. all. Is old, that what huh? it's called,
2: Greg? Yeah. yeah, Felix the Cat. Felix yep. the
3: Cat. I'm really tempted. Oh, my mask is all the way up here. Hold on a minute. I don't. I think it's in this box. Hey, Greg, oh. let's talk shit about oh hold on. No, you can't talk shit about me. I have this this box Greg. here has this mask in it. No. Maybe I, sh- I should bring it this weekend. And yeah, why not? Scared the a little, little shit. bastard. <laughs> I actually wore that on the show I did with uh, with uh, Harry. The nice. So check that out. I'll let everybody know when that's out. It, it was a fun show. It was different. It was nice not to have to be in charge of uh, a show for a change.
1: So it actually ran smoothly? Is that what you're saying?
3: No, it was pretty much... It was pretty much...
1: <laughs>
3: you dick, you are fired.
1: Hey, twice in one night. <laughs> all right.
3: For <laughs> 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 no, it kind of it ran the same way as this show. We talk about one thing and then we're on to another subject. You know, that's just how things go. Moving on, Conception. You guys have no idea who they are, probably.
2: No, I read the article, but I've never heard of I love Conception. That's actually one power metal
1: band that I, I actually have always loved. Really? Yep. Oh, interesting.
3: Well, Roy Khan's back, and they just put out an EP. I think it was at the beginning of this year, and now they're making a full album. So hopefully that's pretty cool. I, you know, the EP was okay, a little light, lighter than the, you know their the other stuff, their first few albums. But hopefully it's a good album. Roy Khan, the vocalist, he he was in Camelot for a while, and he uh, he quit, and then he went on to like some kind of religious retreat thing, and then he was out of metal for like forever.
1: Well, Conception so he, was a was a Christian band, right? I don't think so.
2: Well, semi, Sounds like religion. a Christian band, oh, or at maybe least I, it sounded like it started off as one.
3: Right. It might have. I don't know. I didn't never really looked deeply into that stuff. I, if I like the music, I like the music. I don't care whether they're Christian or whatever they are. But whatever he, you know, he's back into metal now. So yeah,
1: same thing with Michael kisky
3: who we talked about a little bit earlier with the other show. Uh, Weird. I, think,
1: uh, I think they all came back with uh, John Cyrus from the spaceship they were on. <laughs> John What's Cyrus that? now, too.
3: Yeah, he's back, but I hear he's still a dick.
2: That's what the word is, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah the other well, guy, Michael
2: Kiske. I mean, kidding. you know, getting probed that many times for that long can't be fun.
1: Yeah, you ever yeah. tried it? Yeah, know. I don't think Greg actually believes that. <laughs> you never
3: know.
2: What, that he was abducted? Uh,
3: maybe. Probing is a bad thing. You don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you ever been probed?
2: Oh, man. No, I just, I love that episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes, okay, I guess I know what comes next. And he starts pulling his pants down and Ken (laughs) goes, oh, God, no, no. no, 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 no. We've reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. (laughs) Uh
3: That's an all-ass episode. Damn. It's a good That's, one. Yeah, those were the best ones back in the day. Uh, Hollywood Vampires. You guys a fan of these guys?
1: Um, Johnny Depp. <clears throat> I like Johnny Depp. I think he's cool. I think so, too.
2: I wasn't aware it was a band. I know that was a name that used to refer to the drinking club that Alice Cooper and Jim Morrison were in, but yeah. first time I ever heard of the band. Didn't know Johnny Depp
3: did music. Really? They had... This is a second album.
1: First and, album... And... Well... <laughs> a band? The uh, first album had a lot of... Can still rock, too, apparently. What's that? I said Joe Perry can still rock, too.
3: He can, if he can stay up on stage and, you know...
1: He can stay away from Steven Tyler. Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah but Johnny... I think Johnny Depp's pretty cool. I mean, you got... Joe Perry, you got uh, Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper in one band together. On the first album, they had a lot of special guests because it was all, it was like you said, uh, it was all dedicated to the, um, you know, their their friends from back in the day. Yeah. Yep. All their drinking friends. There was a lot of covers and stuff on that album. This one's mostly all uh, original songs. But uh, they will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight, June 19th. And Jimmy Kimmel is on at uh, 1130 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, huh. that I'll check, have to check that out. I'm gonna definitely set my DVR. I'm not too crazy about uh, Alice Cooper's vocals sometimes live because he's he he he's, he shouts a lot live, I, I believe, rather than sing. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, depends on the song. I like his vocals though.
3: I do too. On the albums, they're cool, but I think on the albums they use a lot of auto tune, especially the last album that he did.
1: Well, I, oh, suppose, so I was supposed—I was going to keep this as a surprise for you guys, What's but uh, my drinking club, uh, Minneapolis Werewolves, are actually opening up for them. So. Oh really? Yep. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. We're have a chug off right on stage.
3: <laughs> that's nice. That's cool. I look that's us forward um... to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You'll be there. <laughs> oh yeah. Are they playing near you? Um. Are they playing Rockfest? I think they are. They're playing. Uh, I think they're playing the uh, festival things that I'm working this summer. Mm-hmm. I'll have to huh. look.
3: Nice. That's a good gig. There'll be a lot of people there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> and last set of news. I'm falling off my chair here. Uh, Misfits. Glenn Dansvig. Uh, Tansvig. Holy fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oversmith doesn't seem so funny now. though. No, don't. <laughs> no, <what's up? laughs> you
3: know, and I wish I had more time this week. I was really going to put your head on Charlie's, you know, wings and stuff like that.
2: Oh, nice. And make like a... That would, that'd, over. Be, that'd be really cool, actually. <laughs> it,
3: it still might happen. I just need time. Just you isolated that bit. That was cool. Yeah, I had to. It was too funny. My wife died laughing for hours after that. <laughs> It was hilarious <laughs> and now i'll have to make one of this one Glenn Dan big uh, anyway misfits reunion shows uh he's pretty sure there's not gonna be many more of them
2: uh yeah not surprising
3: <laughs> no because they um i guess uh danzig and jerry only had that lawsuit and i guess it was something to do with uh
2: yeah, it's to get his rights back to the trademark or the songs or some shit like that.
3: Right, yeah. And then uh, I guess their terms to you know play with each other again are, are ending soon. So, uh, What does it say at the end of the month? Uh, September 7th and September 14th. Yeah, probably around September will be uh, probably the
2: final shows. Yeah. The tickets yeah. are through the roof for that shit. I mean, it'd be cool if it came closer, but I wouldn't pay a couple hundred bucks to see the
3: Misfits. I don't know. I saw it. I seen Danzig once. He did that legacy tour.
2: Yeah.
3: That was pretty cool. I, I really did like that because he also had, um, uh, what the hell's the guitar from Misfits? Um, uh, Doyle. He came Oil. up. His yeah. guitar, is, he, he's a, <clears throat> I don't know. His guitar sound is terrible. Uh
2: i saw the ver- i saw the version of it he did where he had the full um i don't think it was the initium lineup but it might have been the lineup that was on november's coming fire of a uh, sawin or Hain, nah. however you want to say it Samhain. that was a cool concert yeah mm-hmm. but uh i like that band better than i liked the misfits yeah yeah, you know, a lot of people I mean, do. I, li- I, I like the Misfits with Danzig a lot, but last time I looked at tickets for one of these things, they were like three hundred fucking dollars. Wow,
3: that uh, definitely is not worth it. Not for me, anyway. I don't care. I, you know, like I said, I saw that Legacy show. That was good enough for me. Yeah, was most cool.
2: I ever paid was to be right up front to see Van Halen with Dave, and it was worth it. Yeah, when was that? Yeah, but, uh, uh, that was after a different kind of truth came out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the most I ever spent too—nine hundred bucks.
2: Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, you got the whole package,
1: mm-hmm. and I don't remember a fucking thing.
2: I just got the uh, the front row seat, so it was only like two hundred. But I got this in Alex's uh, urinal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say at least you have a picture of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's a lot of freaking money. Damn.
2: I would pay. Hey, it's Van Halen with David Lee Roth, man. That's yep. My formative years, you know.
1: <laughs> I guess it was six days before the show, so I was I was primed. I wanted <laughs> I I was looking forward to it the whole time.
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: I, I know my friend paid uh, a lot of money to go see Billy Joel one time. And, oh,
2: uh, there's a mistake.
3: <laughs> I know. Well, oh, we, you
0: know
2: fuck we're, Billy Joel.
3: We're, I, yeah, please. I know. I, that is the worst part of being from a Long Island. He's, he's Long Island, you know, like everything is Billy Joel this, Billy Joel that and I'll never forget one time I was at a winery with my wife, I hate wine, I don't drink wine, I'm a drinker and a uh, uh, Billy Joel song comes on the radio in the place and the guy this guy, random person just looks over me he's like, yeah, Billy Joel, I'm like, no no, no Billy Joel oh, no. <laughs> sorry I don't, I don't like Billy Joel even at work they like pick on me you don't like Billy Joel? No, it's just it don't do nothing for me I don't get it.
1: We got Brent, so we're we're hooked up uh, well, forever. Yeah. I guess. I'm not yeah, gonna it. yeah. You don't even want to go there, Neuter.
3: No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? I'll fire you.
3: Yeah. You will. <laughs> uh, but it's a shame because you know, Blue Oyster Cults from Long Island. Long Island. You know. Yeah. You think that would be that would be our rock band, but no, it's not. I understand why I didn't have that many hits, so.
2: Well, Billy Joel's regurgitated pat for the masses, you know. Blue Oyster Cult actually makes you think a little bit. It's not right. really for everybody.
3: Yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. That's why it's, you know, it is what it is, but.
2: But, you know, if you are going to go with something popular music from back there, Springsteen, man. Fuck Billy Joel.
3: Well, that's Jersey. We don't talk about Jersey here.
2: Yeah, well, you, you know, you you guys hate being second place. I get it, but you can't be mad <laughs> at the Garden State forever. Second place, my ass.
3: I've been hey. to that shithole. You should
2: Yeah, the- you live there. It's unfortunate.
3: No, I'm talking about Jersey,
2: you bastard. Where 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 was that place that he was born? Um, New York's all right if you like saxophones.
3: New York don't mean nothing. It's only a good place when you're running.
2: No, I got crabs on my balls. Sabotage. Yeah, sabotage. Yeah, well, we're talking about fear. Ooh, I, I like better than sabotage. So,
3: <laughs> nah. but where the hell was um he born? Um, Ooh. Jersey, Ooh, uh, Asbury Park. Asbury Park, yes, yes, yeah, I've been Asbury there. Park, yeah, it's a shithole. Except it's for short town. Yeah, it's the best part about it.
2: Stone Ponies, there, right? Yeah. No idea. Yeah, it's still there. I saw him play with a tribute band there once.
3: Great. Who cares?
2: I do because <laughs> it was pretty cool.
3: <laughs>
1: that sound effect you need.
3: Yeah. I tried the sound effects. They don't work. One day I'll get them. So let's move on to what this show is about today. Well, some somewhat about Vulture. Ghastly Waves, and Battered Graves.
2: Graves.
3: It is the second album released on Metal Big Records by the band, and produced by Marco Brinkman, who I guess also does the band's casket and crossvolt.
2: They are from Germany,
3: not to be confused with all the other vultures from every other country on Earth.
2: Mostly the Dutch band.
3: Mostly the Dutch band. Don't get them confused the Dutch band. They're from Germany. Um, let's see. Uh, I think this band... I, I like the album it's okay i think it's 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 a it's a good thrash band I don't like the production um they no, sound okay. they don't sound like they came out you know a couple of years ago they sound like they're from the 80s they definitely have that that old uh, early thrash sound like exodus and possessed and uh, uh, a little, uh
2: i think this really more sounds like straight up razor it really sounds I like,
1: that man. i was just gonna yeah. say that
2: I don't uh, know razors. I'm not familiar with Uh Violence and uh, restitution. Ah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that record. It, it really sounds like that to me. So I, I don't have those records, so I don't know.
3: Right. I was trying to find some bands that you know sounded like them, but Exodus just came to my mind because, like, with the like, we were talking earlier about how much reverb is on this album. Especially mm-hmm. like with, with the vocals, they sound like they're in somebody's like uh, bathroom stall and some kind of you know warehouse or whatever. Yeah, um, that's like on the first Exodus album. They you know they have that echoing sound to me, and that's what kind of reminded me of
2: a little bit. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, I mean I, the album's fast; it's in your face. I I love it. It has its ups and downs, and it's not. I don't think it's all the same. Song throughout because a lot of thrash bands have like the same song from begin first uh, song to the end, you know. And I think that then apparently he doesn't feel the same way.
1: <laughs> I, I, that's what I say about power metal. I hear all kinds of different shit on this Vulture you album. Know? I, I do too. I, I, I there's like, a lot of different things. Like what? I
2: like thrash.
1: Yeah, no, I do
3: too. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's, this is not like a straight thrash oh, album where it's just, yeah. I'm, see, apparently you're not listening to anything I say today.
1: Uh, I'm trying all I, all I can say about this album is I think it, I, it, it has the potential to be a great album a stellar album It does. but absolutely fucking unlistenable right now I, I couldn't even I couldn't get into it I played it, just went in one year because of that production that is, that is the major
3: downfall of this whole thing because there are there are some cool songs. The the intros, the uh, beginning song was really cool. I like the the beginning. There's some really catchy songs. Um, Tarantula, Stainless Glare, is another one. That that one actually has a little bit of um, like twists and turns in that song as well. And then they do those '80s uh, like horror soundtrack things in between the songs too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
3: know, it's, it's cool. And then they, the last song, the um, I guess I guess it's maybe a bonus track or whatever. It's a Thin Lizzy yeah, cover. Yeah, the Thin
2: Lizzy cover. Yeah.
3: I I listened to this album, I don't know how many times, and I still didn't realize it was a Thin Lizzy cover until I started reading about the album. I just, you can't tell it's a Thin Lizzy song.
2: No, you can't. You can't they do it their own way.
3: They do it their own way. They do it the thrash way. So in all, for me, it's a cool album. I don't think it's the best thrash album, or you know the best new thrash band out there i think they're cool check them out you know check it out on youtube see how you like it first and then uh if you really like it go buy the album
1: i think they got a little bit of a early enforcer sound to them too a little bit yes i I did have that written down but i was
3: interrupted and i couldn't get it out
2: a little bit um it's a pretty i mean the production really fucks this one up it does but um but it's the sound that they want yeah it's uh it's an okay album but i got the same problem with this as i do with a lot of these throwback thrash bands you know outside of establishing the fact that they sound like razor and can write songs like that they don't really jump off into greatness very much i like the first song beyond the blades pretty cool tarantula stainless glare murder malition killer Unloose. loose the way it ends is good but then you got four other songs in there that are just eh. yeah
0: yeah yeah I feel
3: that same way, too. What about you, Sax? They're no
1: Bewitcher.
2: No. They're no. Well, yeah, and that's a good comparison, too, because, you know, they these guys, even though you got good songs, it really just sounds like the riffing on uh, Razor and Enforcer the whole time, whereas Bewitcher totally has their own sound, mm-hmm. even though they're incorporating in those influences.
3: Yeah, Definitely. So, would you guys say to uh, check this album out, or what?
2: Well, I'd check it out. I I think thrash fans would like it, but definitely be aware of the production. (laughs) Yes, definitely Because I think the vocals will really piss a lot of people off, because they do really ruin parts of a couple songs, because Mm. of all that damn reverb. Mm. Uh, Tarantula is a pretty good example of that, actually. Mm. Even on the first song, really, when he first comes in, you're... Kind of puts a look of disgust on my face a little bit.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I get it. What about
3: you, Sex?
2: What the
1: fuck? I mean, remaster it and I'll I'll uh, I'll up it all day. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. If it did, yeah, like you say, you know, remix it, remaster it, whatever. Make it just just the vocals. I mean, the music's fine. Like with the reverb, it's just it, the vocals. Just it, it's too much. You know, yeah, it's just it's just it's a big wall of like uh, sound, you know, and yeah. you it's, don't know. Yeah, you don't, yeah, know, don't know what to follow. Else out. Yeah, which is a shame because I really think there's some really great songs on here. It's just the production really brings it down, unfortunately. So, with that said, I don't know. Go check it out, and uh, you know, yeah, let us know. Let us know in the comments what you feel. If you guys feel that uh, you know. You're you're happy with that reverb and all the uh, echoing and all that stuff? Let us know. Yeah, like
2: I a- mean, you know, you guys will be wrong, but I'll be happy to argue with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Open the door, invite them in.
2: <laughs> I got nothing important to do.
3: <laughs> I'm wait. I'm waiting to do that show where we just get comments. Well, we did get <laughs> one comment one time when we did the um, the Voivod show. Oh, I mentioned voivod for a change
0: yeah,
3: uh, yeah we did get one one bad comment about that show but uh yeah never since I don't nobody's ever argued with us about anything yeah I'm waiting it's it's gonna happen eventually
2: yeah no the the only negative comments I've ever gotten were about the voivod show from voivod themselves yeah that was pretty fun. <laughs> both Dan and <laughs> away said to me wait where do you get these two guys that have never heard
0: of?
2: Us? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's why we're redoing." Yeah, and then you know we got the interview with them, and that was real cool, and they're awesome dudes. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: they were. Can't wait to see them in September again.
3: Well, going back, huh?
2: Oh yeah. All
1: right, protect yeah, yourself,
2: please. Not come job this time.
1: If you guys are watching Voivod, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm... It must have been a record company thing or something, but mm. I don't. I didn't get that uh, lineup. You don't like
3: that? Yeah, I don't either. But they're like a doomy band, right?
2: Yeah. Um. Actually, I do really like their first album. I think the second one was okay too, but now they're just like total sleep style doom, and I don't like that at all.
3: That seems to be the big thing right now. That style.
2: Yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of figured that out. That that uh, Amen Ra that that was the worst <laughs> fucking dude in a cloak and a bird mask hitting the cowbell. While... <laughs> oh wait, I've got another fret in my guitar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to check that out. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah. What about the I... band? Uh, what?
2: I I just, you know, no sometimes I see comments from these people online where they hate shit, like where uh, Creator and Tommy Vetterly from Corner got together at the end of the 90s. And what they did was uh, like on Endorama and Cause for Conflict. And what they did was still thrash, but it was more melodic. But I still think there's some musical value to that. I just don't get how you can hate that, but mm. you think just this dissonant shit is the best ever. I, yeah. Well, the weed's got a lot stronger over the years, so.
1: Yeah, you know but I,
2: I smoke weed all the time, and I want to mm. hear beautiful musicianship. You know, I I would I could sit in a room listening to Zapper Records for days and be perfectly happy I but... That Amen Ra stuff—it just makes you want to fall asleep. You're not a—you're not a twenty-year-old hipster either. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No solstice crown over here. <laughs> uh,
1: whatever that means.
2: Oh, they're all wearing summer solstice crowns now. I don't know. Seems to be a trend. I noticed a bunch of the, the college kids around Bloomington wearing them, and then. Some of the younger people I know from bands around here are having, like, parties and stuff. I mean, hey, you know, do what you think is cool. I just find it silly. Wow.
3: We're going to get a lot of comments for that now.
2: Damn.
3: We're going to be fighting solstice crowns.
2: Might as well piss them off good. Bacon.
3: (laughs) 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 On that note, do we have an Uncle
1: Saxon story for today? Uh, sure, why not? Hey, kids, everybody gather around. It's
0: time for Stories with
3: Uncle Saxon. Alright, here we go. Uncle Saxon's story, now
1: go. Uh, year was 1992. Um, I went on a, a, a cruise, a Caribbean cruise, with my buddy Joe Clava. And our last uh, port was Key West, Florida. So we get off the boat and walk down the the, uh, jetway. And the first thing we see is this little tiny, um, I don't want to stereotype, but I think he was Filipino. Little Filipino guy with a big beard and his wild ass hair. And he's just sitting on a rock with his acoustic guitar. And it grabbed me, man. And I sat down and I watched this, guy, this cat for like 45 minutes. I bought his cassette. Um, and I played his cassette, you know, forever. I still got it. And, and uh, it was just the most beautiful shit I'd ever heard in my life. His name is T.O. Mance. T-E-O. Mance. He's on he's on YouTube. You know, I mean, he's got like seven views or whatever. But really cool dude.
3: Bring his views him
1: Red Sound Review sent you. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mention it to him. Hmm. Um, so we go around the island... Uh, we, oh yeah, that's right. We were, uh, we got roped into, uh, going to one of these, uh, timeshare deals. So we get on the bus, um, everybody gets off the bus and we just look at the guy and we said, you know, just give, give us our Jeep. Cause that was what we got. It's, we went to the timeshare. We got a Jeep for the day. And the guy's like, yeah, we're not going to make you go. And he just gave us the Jeep. So we every little tiki hut around, uh, Oh no! This is Cozumel I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry, uh, wrong, wrong place. <laughs> so, Geo was in was in uh, fucking Key West. Uh, we got the Jeep in Cozumel. It's, the end of that story was uh, Joe <laughs> found me three decks away, uh, completely buck naked with a Subway sandwich in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, a $5, five dollar foot four, long. <laughs> four, to, apparently, I must have gave the taxi driver like $150 to take me six blocks. one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Theo Mance was at Key uh, West, and I loved him. And 10 years later, the year was uh, 2002, and me and Ruthie, I took Ruthie and her mom and, and our kid Brittany up to, uh, up to Winnipeg. And there's a place called The Forks there. Like a little shopping area, kind of hoity-toity, artsy-fartsy. You know, every city's got one. Mm. Um, and I look across the uh, this uh, wide-open expanse uh, to the other side, and I looked at Ruth and I said, "That dude looks like Teo Mans." And she knew who he was because I, well, that played like her the cassette, so she she knew my story. Walk over, it's fucking tio Mans, 2,500 miles away. I sat down, I'm like, dude, I saw you 10 years ago at at Key West, and we became friends, and he sent me shit. Anyways, that's my true Uncle Saxon's Hollywood story, or whatever the fuck you call it. It's a cool one. Cool
2: story. Good good Mm. album, too. I really uh, enjoyed Team Lance. I think Wayne would like it.
1: Yeah, he was selling CDs by 2002, so I got his new CD at the time. Still got it. Nice. So go but check him out. T.O. Mance, man. He's a... Uh... If you just want to relax your soul for five minutes, this dude's got it. What is it? T o, T i o, T e o,
3: T e o. Oh, yep. Mance. Mance. M-A-N-C. Yep. T.E.O. Mance. T.E.O. Yeah. Mance. let Yeah. tell them Retzel review sent you and uh, he was highly recommended let them know all right all right anything else for tonight
2: that's all I got I'm wearing Bob early uh Nokomis tattoo <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you even have tattoos yes what kind
2: I've got Megadeth oh nice Iron Maiden, and I've got a Laz Rocket one on my leg, but I'm not. What's the Iron Maiden?
3: What's the Killers? Iron Maiden? Oh, I can't really see that. It looks like Iggy Pop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not too far off. But
3: yeah. We know Saxon's full of uh, tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you he's face?
2: got this awesome predator
0: tattoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't remember when Tosh said that at Metal Up that one time about your Bob Marley tattoo?
1: <laughs> hey Tosh, yeah, we're talking yeah. about you. Yeah. If like, yeah, so anybody wants to know.
2: Yeah, you uh, you weren't you weren't too pleased about that one at the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I got my revenge, didn't I that night? Yep. We just happened to take it out on a Canadian band. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, they had it
1: coming. There's a story that will never be told.
2: Oh, that come on. That is correct.
1: Never Nothing. happened.
2: Never happened.
3: All right, fine. I guess on that note, then, we shall be back next week. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, i got no other uh, stories or anything to tell, so uh, we're done for tonight.
1: You've been a great audience
3: yeah this is this actually has been the best audience we've had since we started the show
2: yes a little quiet though well that's because you forgot to turn the applause sign. I was just gonna say that I should report one
3: and they wouldn't know
1: all right on that uh... soccer at all you digging the old uh, women's soccer thing what soccer yeah isn't like the world cup going on or some shit I have no idea. Oh, well, I got to about that too. Uh, there once was a woman from Kent to a football game. She went, she sat by the goal and opened the hole, and that's where the football went. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you next week.